here. Welcome to Menopause Nutritionist. I believe women can thrive in menopause and have the body composition of their choice if they master their nutrition and lifestyle. Now today we are going to start our conversation about carbohydrates. Um, now this may be more than one conversation. It will likely be maybe two or three. So we'll start today. Firstly, I just want you to know if you can hear some noise in the background, we have our floors being sanded today, so that is possibly what you will hear. And uh, those of you who are watching live, you might see my denim dress. If you are like me and are a bit of a bargain hunter, I did grab this from Kmart today. I do at the moment have a bit of a um, I'm checking in on Kmart because I've actually picked up a few really great pieces. Um, I don't think all of it's great, but I have been nabbing a few bits and pieces. So I will pop that through on social media. If you're following me on social media, then I will show you this particular piece. I don't think you can go past denim and when it's $25, hello, complete bargain. Um, I'm all about that. So that's just a side note. <laughs> you get more here than just nutrition. So, but today we are going to talk about uh, carbohydrates. Now, um, I think what's interesting to know is there is a recommended dietary allowance for carbohydrates, yet most people don't talk about it. The recommended dietary allowance for protein is on the minimal side, like the minimum requirement, whereas the carbohydrate recommended dietary allowance is on the maximum side, and we're going to talk about this today. So this is going to start our chat about carbohydrates um, going forward. So firstly, you hear me talk about muscle, if you've been listening, you know, I've been talking a lot about muscle lately, so I want to talk about basically muscle muscles priority for energy is actually using fat as a fuel source so until muscle is working at more than 65 percent of its maximum it is actually looking for fat for fuel and the muscle will choose the fat source it wants basically usually it comes in the form of a meal like if you've just ingested meal and we know we need like 30 you know 30 percent ish of good healthy fats it will pull the fat from the meal that you've just eaten or from adipose tissue so muscle is always looking for fat in the body to use as fuel things like obviously our heart our lungs our kidneys like these muscles that are working all the time they will always be uh, drawing on fat for fuel so glucose glucose is a very important fuel source and it is actually obviously really preferred uh, for the brain as well however it's a risky fuel source it's a risky fuel source because too much carbohydrates leads to diabetes so we need to know how many carbohydrates we are consuming so we are staying in a safe situation with how we use carbohydrates and we're not putting ourselves in that area of risk where we could be heading towards diabetes so the average american and i only know the uh kind of the you know 
the statistics for America, unfortunately, at the moment. But I would feel like Australia and New Zealand would be close to this, um, just from the, you know, the statistics on obesity and, you know, the the general, you know, the general nature of the population. So the average American we know eats around 300 grams of carbohydrates a day. So we know that probably 50% of their diet is coming from carbohydrates. Now, our bodies actually, and this is a sedentary person, so I'm not talking about anyone doing exercise here. I'm actually talking about someone who is not doing anything. They're completely sedentary and not, so don't, this is how we have to frame this conversation right now. A sedentary person will use 20 grams of carbohydrates per hour. So we know that there's about a 40 gram threshold from an activity point of view for a meal. And if we are kind of consuming more than that, like I said, this is a sedentary person. So if you've just had breakfast and you've hit 50 grams of protein, the extra 10 grams that your body is not going to use because we know we use about 20 grams an hour that 10 grams will where is where will it go it will actually be turned into fat and put into storage so this is where we really need to dial in on how many carbohydrates we need and how we use them so we need to be knowing like obviously like this is where exercise and you hear me talk about nutrition and exercise being the two biggest factors that will move the dial on your health. Obviously, once we bring exercise into this, that changes the game. But just for the, for the kind of like for now, we're talking about someone who's sedentary, not doing anything. So basically, the liver and adipose tissue will actually um, will turn glucose like into fats so this can lead to severe metabolic conditions obviously diabetes being the end game um, and what we really need to know is that more than 40 grams of carbohydrates when you're sedentary is going to be stressing our system from a metabolic point of view so you hear me talking all the time about carbohydrates being activity dependent so of course as a protein forward like nutritionist i'm always looking at my plate protein first and then carbohydrates being activity dependent so this is why i wanted to give you some context around carbohydrates because we you hear me talk about protein all the time and like prioritizing protein and that's 100 percent true but so you know how many carbohydrates you need to eat this is the information that we can now like kind of pass on so then you can like start making sense of how many carbohydrates you're going to need and that is going to be different for everyone so the recommended dietary allowance for carbohydrates is actually 130 grams a day now that is actually designed on uh, how our brain our red blood cells our kidneys all require glucose so that is how that number is kind of fashioned like i mentioned earlier that is at the maximum so 130 grams a day is kind of the top end of the range 
Now, most people don't know this. And generally, I mean, I actually haven't heard anyone recently mention like the RDA for carbohydrates. So people are out there, and yes, you might be one of those people if you listen to my content and you've started like prioritizing protein and you're doing that and that's awesome and yay go you I'm proud of you but you're still like I don't know how many carbohydrates I'm meant to eat so this now gives you a actual benchmark so we're looking at like 130 grams a day and when we know that the average American and I would say Australia and New Zealand are the same are eating 300 grams that is like more than double the recommended dietary allowance you can see why we now are in the state that we are in where we you know basically uh, have like a whole society of people who are obese overweight metabolically like inflexible actually having severe metabolic issues and this is because we aren't being taught how important carbohydrates are as well like in our diet so Dr. Don Lehman, who I follow, like, he's like the godfather of protein as far as I'm concerned. He's done all of the research and science on protein. Um, basically, he has done ton, like so many, so much research. Uh, but one of the studies he did was literally replacing, so looking at those 300 grams of carbohydrates, replacing half of those with protein and they basically found that that dramatically or replacing like more than half like a you know the portion replacing the the carbs with protein dramatically changed the glycemic um, regulation it lowered body fat percentage it lowered triglycerides it lowered blood pressure it was a very effective in changing health now you hear me talk a lot over here about body fat and that is generally because as a nutritionist, people come to me and they want like some body composition changes. Body composition is really just like they, they want to change like how they look. And that generally means losing fat. So you hear me talk about body composition and fat loss a lot. And that is just because generally those are the conversations I'm having every day. The women, you know, my menopausal tribe, those of you listening in, generally you want to you know lose some body fat and I get it I was there as well so when I'm talking about calories in versus calories out that is like the body composition that we're talking about so when I'm talking about high protein being one of those like prerequisites that is going to definitely change your body composition and like that study showed it will change it this what was interesting with this study is that it changed like obviously it changed the body fat over time but within two weeks it changed the metabolic situation of those individuals so that is like we're talking about two different things here obviously we're talking about yes body composition high protein low carb lower carb or I like to call it carb appropriateness like when you know we've got 130 grams that is the daily maximum that we're st sticking to and we've got high protein we marry those two things up we're going to get a body composition change when we know how many calories we i will just say if you need body composition change you need to know how many calories you need 
to eat. So you're under that to, to get that, that result. L you know, lifting weights, exercise, like all of those things, high protein. But what we're talking about with this study is within two weeks of making those changes, the metabolic changes in the body within two weeks. So changing, starting to change metabolic health, like that is huge. And, you know, I mean, I know most of you want body composition changes, but you also want to live for a long time. So that is really important to note. So I'm going to actually tap it off here for today because I have a lot more to say about this subject, a lot more information to bring you. So we'll probably do this in a few stages. Uh, I've got some more papers and research to cite. And, and these ones we will go into more body composition and just really like diving into this subject because I think that if you look at all of the data and, and, and I'm so like chuffed that at the moment it's like in fashion to eat high protein like I've been doing this for a couple of years now and sharing this information with you guys and obviously the audience is growing substantially because it's kind of like the in thing now that everyone's getting on the protein bandwagon and that's really cool. But we, we need information about all of the macronutrients. They're all very important and knowing how to balance them on your plate. So I'm going to hit pause on this conversation now. Thanks for putting up with the background noise today. I do apologize in advance. Uh, and just a little reminder that Black Friday sales are coming up. I do have a brand new product that I'm launching. I've never done this format before, so it's going to be awesome. All I'm going to tell you is if you want to kickstart your 2024 with a 12-week blueprint on success, then you're going to want to know about it. So stay tuned. Probably follow me on social media so you can make sure you don't miss any of the posts. Get on my email list, all of those things. Um, and as always, thanks for tuning in. If you are happy to leave a review or a rating, I would appreciate that so, so much. Uh, and then look forward to the next ongoing conversation here because they are important ones. Have a beautiful day.